which problems to solve before they occur. Hi, my name is Amit Batra and in this episode we will look at some problems that are better solved before they occur. Some problems are best addressed before even they occur. Areas where the cost of a problem manifesting itself is too high or the problem's impact is just too complex or irreversible and in some cases even unknown are the right areas to solve the problem before any occurrence. In an individual context, learning any life skill like swimming is an example of problem solving before a potential occurrence. In this example, learning swimming could prevent you from drowning or even help someone else from drowning. In an organizational context, having redundant network connectivity or power connectivity in your office complex are some simple examples of solving the problem in a way that either prevents the problem itself or prevents the impact of a problem and therefore causes less to no disruption. So why don't we prevent problems always? That's a good question to ask. Firstly, not all problems are preventable or completely preventable. For example, data breach or cyber attack. A firm may have taken some preventive measures to ensure that they can handle such problems, but many a times we see that these actions fall short. Secondly, problems that are not severe and cost significant to solve then prevent are preferred for a solution over prevention. Here, the existing solution is so optimized and cost-effective that it acts as a deterrent in preventing the problem. Thirdly, organizations at any point in time are battling multiple problems simultaneously at a macro level. Solving invisible problems which haven't really occurred yet or having significantly less probability of occurrence, despite being severe, generally do not get the strong support needed to solve the problem within an organization. The necessary resources are not allocated towards preventing it. Now let's ask ourselves the question that how can we identify preventable problems? Problems, those are excellent candidate to prevent rather than solve have some key traits. Let's talk about them. First is low to no variance. In situations where the output or outcome cannot vary, those situations are good candidates for preventing solutions. Take for example medicine. Would you want variance in dose between two pills of the same medication? No. This is true for almost all customer-facing processes or products. Take banking. You would not want your bank to make mistakes while you remit from one account to another. All these are processes where low to no variance is expected and hence good candidates for organizations to develop highly robust strategies to prevent any variance from occurring. 
The second reason is high severity. Areas where even a single occurrence of a problem can have severe consequence for the organization, its customers, or the environment are good areas for potentially preventable problems. Take the example of a chemical factory handling poisonous gas. Here, all processes, infrastructure, and controls need to be developed to ensure that not even a single gas leak occurs. The next reason is high cost of the solution. Some problems are very expensive to solve and therefore much better to be avoided and prevented completely. Take the example of an oil spill. The loss to the firm, environment, reputation, etc. are just too high and therefore efforts must be made to prevent such problems. Moving on, the next reason is non-availability of the solution. Areas where you have very little knowledge available are the right areas to go for a preventable solution. Some or all of the traits that we just spoke of will help you make an informed decision to identify problems that are good candidates for prevention. Now let's ask ourselves another question, which is to what extent you want to prevent. Preventing problems is ultimately not always possible or feasible. However, while thinking of solving or preventing problems, one must assess to what extent the problem can be prevented in the first place. Prevention of a problem has many levels. First is partly preventable problems. Here, you want to prevent some part of the problem. These are segments you do not want to fail or create a problem. The second is you want to reduce occurrence. Here, you want to make the occurrence of a problem as few as possible. The focus here is to ensure that a problem seldom occurs. And if it does, there is a fast allocation of resources and talent to resolve the problem at the earliest. Finally, it is complete prevention. Here, the outcome is to eliminate any occurrence of the problem from happening. An example of such preventable solving level are vaccines, which are developed and thoroughly tested to ensure that the targeted disease does not occur. Preventing problems seems very intuitive, but it is not common. Most of the problem-solving action in an organization begins when a problem occurs. Preventing a problem from happening should not be an afterthought. Instead, it should be a constant guiding factor to improve our processes and products and improve an organization's competitiveness. In the end, one must ask, how can I prevent this problem? I hope you found this useful. Take care.